A very warm welcome back to the Eurovision Showcase, a special reaction to the 2023 Eurovision Song Contest second semi-final. We are Kieran and Rob Aritasius. Hello, Rob. Good morning, afternoon, good evening, and good day, good night, good morning, good afternoon, good day. Bonjour, bonsoir. Oui. Salut. <laughs> and, and all of that. Yes, welcome, and we're going to dissect... The semi second semi final in all its glory. <laughs> We're going to have a look at the entries, uh, have a look at the qualifiers, and we're going to take a look at the running order of the grand final of the 2023 Eurovision Song Contest from Liverpool here in the United Kingdom. We certainly are. So, first of all, Rob, we've got to find out what did you think about the the show last night it was good i mean i think it was the weaker semi-final which everyone is kind of very aware of weaking a the week, weaker, weaker semi-final sorry the weakest in meaning there is less big, big oh, the, the big favorite big favorites in this one yeah so um i think the only real favorites in this one were belgium and austria i think okay um yeah but no yeah no it was a good show i enjoyed myself very good and i still think hannah yeah. Hannah Waddingham is fantastic and I would love her to, to present something with Petra Merde from Sweden they would oh, just be yes. hysterical together they would wouldn't they they'd be able to play off each other quite oh, well get I get them think. doing it brilliant yeah next time there's like a special Eurovision show or if Sweden win next year just write into SVT and ask them to get Petra Merde to ask Hannah <laughs> <laughs> yeah speed dial quick <laughs> yeah I, w- I, I would um, wouldn't disallow that Rob mm, be wonderful <laughs> that would be wonderful yeah definitely um i quite agree i thought the show was great um the interval act obviously wasn't as emotionally heart-wrenching than this first one was Mm. um but it did have its moments of course Mm. no it was good but yeah the first um interval act with ordinary world was wonderful yeah in the first semi-final yeah uh but yes so a great show some wonderful moments and um yeah wonderful stuff so Let's move on to the entries, Rob, shall we? Swiftly. Swiftly. I will go quickly. (laughs) So, first up, we're heading over the North Sea to... Denmark. That is Riley with Breaking My Heart. Uh, Denmark failed to qualify, Rob, didn't they? Yes, and I'm not surprised, really sorry. He yeah, opened okay. it, remember I said to you when he, he opened it, and I was like, oh, he's singing really, not singing very well, and it's... It was a bit pitchy in points, it wasn't was he? It was pitchy, and yeah. my problem with this song, and I think I've said it before, is that it would be perfect for Junior Eurovision. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. It's not an adult song, it's aimed at... To Even me, though he's it's, 25, I know. which when Ryland and Scott Mill said last night, I was like, no. To me, that song is, is aimed at 13-year-old girls. And I think that's what let it down. There is a too too young of a boat yeah. to capture yeah. like, a broad appeal. Definitely, definitely. And I just think it was a really young song. It just didn't work at Adult Eurovision. It'd be said, bring it back, Junior Eurovision, that would have been perfect. Yeah, you can't, you can't do that now because it's um, out of the timescale. Yeah, but um, and Denmark aren't in June here, which last time they were in was in two thousand and five. So okay, well it's a bit of a shame, but no, I'm not surprised. Yeah. It wasn't my cup of tea. Oh, speaking of tea, we've got one in I've hand. I've got one in hand. Yeah, my Bonnie Lad mug. <laughs> Bonnie Lad. Uh, next up, we do have a qualifier, Roberto. Mm-hmm. Armenia. So that was a brunette with future love and Armenia's entry um, following um, a snap from Rosalind last year. Um, And Armenia are in through to the grand final once again. That, I think, deserved to go through. I wasn't a massive fan of the song, but I shall like it more now I've seen it, the live performance. Um, But she sang it so well and she performed it so well and... 
it was on point. And compared to Denmark's entry, it was like watching a much more polished performance. And I think that would have been really unfair that not qualified. Because even though it might not be my exact cup of tea, although I, although I like it more now, um, it deserved yeah. to go through, without a shadow of a doubt. Okay, I appreciate that. Yep, yep. Um, it was a polished performance. It very well translated through the television screen to the millions around the world. And I thought it um, was just very well produced, very well sung. Brunes mm-hmm. is clearly um, a true professional, and she is in Armenia. And um, congratulations, uh, Armenia are the only Caucasus country to get through to the grand final this year. Um, more about that a little bit later. Uh, but um, yes, congratulations, Armenia. Yay. Next up is a non qualifier Romania. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, maybe that's why. <laughs> God, this is my last place of the year. It's absolutely dreadful. What were the Romanians thinking in their national final? Because, um, yeah, Theodore Andre with DGT. Oh, it's not even... Off and a, on. It's not even... There's no redeeming features to this song. He screamed. The song itself is awful. Yeah. It was just... It was just terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. I've got a Romanian colleague at work. Um, oh, yeah? Um, Christian, who's another manager in my team. And he um, he asked a few weeks ago, I said, oh, the Romanian the Romanian entries come out. And he went, is it any good? I went, no, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say to that? He smiled. <laughs> <laughs> I said, last year your song was great. Yeah, it was like the the uh, the one that everybody oh, loved. Oh, la ma la la ma ma Yeah. I mean, my gosh. It's night and day, isn't it, last year and this yeah, year? Yeah, completely. This was just awful. Unbelievable. Yeah, it was... One yeah. of the worst Eurovision songs I've ever heard, I think. Oh, wow. It's that got to be one of the... Something. Along with... Well, what's that Lithuanian one from a few years ago that was equally awful? <laughs> um, oh, oh, Fused Mark. Oh, that was terrible. That was another really terrible song. Oh, 2017. Yeah, that was one of those songs just there going, what did they think putting this... Even entering this into a contest, it's just terrible. No, especially 2017's Lithuania National Final. You listen to the other songs, you think, how on earth did that not get through? Yeah, I mean, even Eat My Salad, which I didn't like last year, was fun. Yeah. I mean, you can understand why people voted for that. This was just god-awful, so I'm really pleased. Sorry. Sorry, Romania. Yeah, come back next year um, with something a bit better, I'm afraid. Um, So... Now we're going to have another... Uh, we've got a spate of three qualifiers now, Roberto. And it's a country we visited about a month ago. Estonia. How wonderful. That's a linker with Bridges, Roberto. That's wonderful. A little story there. Kieran sang that in the middle of the square in Tallinn really loudly. He went, Bridges. No, he didn't really. I'm lying. Um, no, that's <laughs> <Thank> great. <you. laughs> One of the best ballads. There weren't actually that many ballads this year, actually. They were quite, it wasn't no. ballad heavy at all. And I think that stood out because of the fact that it wasn't ballad heavy. Um, yeah. But no, that was um, very much a deserved qualifier. Definitely. Definitely. It would have been really unfair that not gone through again. Do. Our dad texted me about three o'clock this morning because um, he's over in the Dominican Republic at the moment and he watched the second semi final uh, from the Dominican Republic and the Caribbean. As you do. As you do, yeah. And um, he said that um, Estonia are probably the winners. Mm. Um, which I was like, oh, I don't know about that. I don't think that's, that's going to win. I mean, it'd be lovely if they did win with that. Yeah. But I think up against. Um, the three, I think, big hitters this year, Sweden, Finland and France, I can't see that winning. But I think that will do definitely be on the left-hand side of the board. Yeah, definitely. Because it's just a classy entry. It's beautiful, really well sung. And um, yeah, Alinka, congratulations. And uh, congratulations to Estonia. Estonia or ESC if you're in Estonia. Right, we have another... 
one. This is my favourite. This is your favourite, Roberto. It is now, yeah. Yeah, and actually it's Dad's favourite too. Yes, after watching his. Belgian. Yeah, when the world got me going crazy. I carry on. See, I carry on because of you. Wasn't that amazing? If anybody embodies Eurovision, it is Gustav. Yeah. And he was, out of all the singers, he was the one that, just because of his persona and his personality and his clear love of the show, deserved to go through. And I'm so pleased he did. And I said to you last night, and I said to him, when he actually got, when he was announced, he got really emotional. And you can naturally, he got... Rather than jumping up and going, yeah, he started to look like he started to look like he was going to cry with happiness, and that reminded me of when Conchita won Eurovision back in 2014. It was that kind of real, real emotion. So I thought, yeah, he's won. I'd love to think this song could win because I think it me would too. just be amazing. He's the kind of performer that you really want to win Eurovision because he embodies it, and he'd be a fantastic ambassador for it. And he would like you could imagine next year him kind of being involved in Eurovision. I don't think it will win. No. But I would love it to win. And I really yeah. hope it does a good score. I hope it feeds through. Yes, I um, do too. I do too. I think the performance was absolutely stunning. His vocal, obviously being a point. vocal coach, but he's been a singer professionally for the last 23 years. We, another thing, he's, he's just incredible. A lot, I was thinking a lot of the ones, a lot of the singers that were coming in we're really young. I mean, some of them are eighteen. The guy from Romania was eighteen. The guy from the, sorry from Romania, the girl from Ro- from Armenia was twenty one. You know, whereas this guy's a year older than me, so he's fairly old. And um, <laughs> <laughs> he's forty two, and he um he's had a really long career, and I think you can tell. Yeah, he's he's a pro. He's a pro, and maybe. You know, professionals sometimes do yeah. outweigh the newer Definitely. acts. He's not just come off the back not of always. the voice last year or something, which a lot of the singers do. Yeah, true, true. I understand. Righty-ho. Okay, it's time for another one, Roberto. Another qualifier. So let's go to the Eastern Mediterranean. Cyprus. Cyprus, my goodness me, Andrew. Oh my goodness me, Andrew Lamboro, who's Cypriot and Australian, break a broken heart. My goodness Love me. Love that. That was always in my top 10 of the year. Um, yeah. They were taking the mickey out of the title being double negative, and I get that. But then if you actually listen to the song, it's about actually you're, you've already got a broken heart, but it's breaking again. Yeah. So um, Scott Mills and. Um, Rylan, think about the lyrics before you take the mickey thing, right? Um, yeah, look at the bigger picture. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but no, I like that, and I'm so pleased it went through, and it was fairly stand, it was fairly obvious it was going to go through. He performed it really well. It's a good pop song. There's nothing not to like about it, really. Um, no, it's all good. Yeah, it's, it's all good ticking song. on every single box. Cypress you- are back with a bang. I think last year they. The song was okay, but she was performed quite poorly on the night, and this one yeah. was anything but. It was performed very well. Yeah, Cyprus, I think we were a little bit shocked with the non-qualification last year in Turin, but uh, they've redeemed themselves. This is the best entry, I think, since... Well, saying that, I actually quite like a lot of their entries since Fuego. I think they've actually had yeah. some really good entries um, last year. Yeah, we had Replay and El Diablo. Oh, I loved El Diablo. That was in my head for ages. Yeah, well, it was in everybody's head, to be fair. Yeah, definitely. When it got to the grand final um, uh, voting and stuff, it obviously it just sort of fell a bit flat there but it did go, go on first in uh, 2021 that is true so it was uh, yeah, a little forgotten I think um, never mind so now Rob we got a space uh, two, two, two countries that didn't qualify sadly um, first of all it's my favourite country in the whole entire world Iceland <laughs> Sorry, during the recap, 
at the end, Adelia was doing a handstand. <laughs> I thought it was really funny. Now, I'm looking at this with a more critical eye than Kieran, because I know he loves Iceland, and I think they could send a lady dressed in a plastic bag and singing Postman Pat, and he would love it. So, <laughs> I'm going to be critical with this. I like the song. I always did like the song. I think I preferred it in Icelandic. Okay, that hasn't not been said in other people in other reviewists in the community. Yeah, sometimes it doesn't work so. when you translate it. Also, I think she looked better in songs for Ketnin. She, I didn't like what she was wearing at all last night. It looked like she was wearing tin foil half the time. I thought that wasn't very good. It wasn't very compared to the other singers. I think she didn't look great. I also feel. Yeah. Hang on, I'm just being critical. No, 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 carry on. Please. I do like the song, but I also feel that she was running around the stage, flinging herself all over the place, and there was far too much going on, and I felt that she was out of breath, and I just thought it just took away from the song. And sometimes, sometimes the performance, they throw too much at it, like they did with um, Ireland the other year with with um, uh, um, oh goodness, what was it called now? Flags. Is it called Flags? No, you did this last time. <laughs> maps. Did, maps, that was it. From all... From, uh, too much going on. Leslie Roy. That's it. And I think with this one, there wasn't too much going on in the background. It was this... She was doing far too much. Okay. It would have worked better had she just kind of had a lot less choreography that had her kind of on her back and flinging herself around. Yeah. That's me being critical, but I do like the song. I completely agree with you when it came to what she was wearing I thought wearing a silver um, suit was not the greatest idea um, because it obviously looked far too big for her it didn't I didn't think it really worked um, it doesn't stand out in on with that dark background it was very dark the performance so um, I don't think that particularly helps it stand out either um, but I think coming after uh, Cyprus was um, a bit of a detriment to Iceland. I think um, that it just—it was so spectacular the Cypriot performance that it sort of out- overshadowed a bit. Yeah. Um, but to you know, yeah, you know, I think that's what I feel anyway. Okay, right. We had another non-qualifier coming up next, and we're going to fly over to the. Um, Mid-Eastern Mediterranean almost as well. Greece. You know what they said. The lassos make sure no one loses the way. Hurt ones can't stay, seeing others in pain. So there we go. That is Greece's Victor Venekos with what they say. Uh, the lad was, uh, well, he is. 16 years old. He's dressed like he's about to go on safari somewhere. <laughs> and Boring, um, boring, boring. It wasn't a good song, was it? No. We're, ever since Greece announced their entry this year, me, me and you, Rob, weren't we? I think we were in complete I agreement. I don't know anybody. It's not competitive. don't know anybody that, if you look at the Eurovision app that we have with all the Eurovision fans on, this is really, really low down in generally in people's rankings it's dull he also sang it awfully on the night i mean bless him he is so young and again it's that kind of they're not sending a pro they're sending someone that's still in school essentially or yeah he hasn't passed the gcse yet <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're saying you on could the just tell it wasn't right this year and i think commentary. i think they need to come back with a much better song and a much better performer um but bless his heart he's only young but no sadly it did not work and it was really not a good package this year so I'm not surprised it didn't qualify good looking lad he does have a good voice when he when it when it's right but uh, yeah it just didn't work for Greece this year I'm afraid it's one of those things it's one of those things so now we've got two qualifiers in a row Roberto so let's fly over to Eastern Europe Poland and you know what it is Blanca with Solo there for Poland. And um, I have a soft spot for this. Now, I know it could be classed as trashy uh, year 2000 pop 
you know, uh, that you could imagine on the beach in um, Alicante or something, you know. <laughs> Alicante's a nice city. It is a nice city, though. No, nothing against You mean Benidorm. It. Yeah, Benidorm. Yeah, okay. All right. Marbella. 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 My babes. Um, oh, Mabel. Gorgeous cat. Anyway, she was. She, she was. was lovely. Um, Sorry, Rob. The chorus in this sticks in my head. Solo, solo. Go on, get me down, get you down, down, down. But I'm gonna, gonna show you it's show. not my cup of tea, which I think you probably figured out. I don't like that this kind of music. <laughs> but also... Tell me something I don't know. I, <laughs> I was surprised. This is one of the ones that I had a question mark over qualifying. So I was so did I. I was slightly surprised it did. I didn't actually think she performed it particularly well compared to some of the other people on the night. Although, um, I think, mm-hmm. for example, um, I think... We'll get to this in a minute, but I think there's one song that should have qualified that didn't, Georgia, and I think Georgia would have been a much better qualifier than this one. Okay. Yeah. I know it's not my cup of tea either, but I think it performed better. Some Eurovision fans have said on social media as well, exactly, it's like, how did Georgia not qualify over Poland? Yeah, yeah, it's just, this isn't, this is not a great, and it goes back to this, I know I often say this, it was a cheaply written pop song for Eurovision. This is what it sounds like to me. And that's where I find that the, some of these songs lack credibility, and this is one of them. Okay, okay. I appreciate that. Um, and your opinions, dear. Right, let's move on to another one. Yes, it's in the former Yugoslavia. Slovenia. Oh my goodness me. The amazing Carpe Diem by Joker Out. Wow, oh, Rob. I'm what? so pleased this qualified. And it was that? the last one to be called out. And I was like, oh my God, please, it's got to be Slovenia. And oh, I love that song. It's fun. And I love the fact that it's in Slovenian. Yes. And I was really, so that tick. broke big through. Tick. And it's just a fun but well written song. And you can, they're a band, so they are a credible, they're a credible band. Um, they clearly wrote that song. You can tell they performed it really well. They knew what they were doing. They were having fun on the stage. It, all The whole package was there for this song. And I think Slovenia should be really proud of this entry. And they're the kind of band that I would buy their album. You would, yes. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I really like that kind of music. Yeah, it's great. And um, I, I just hope Slovenia are very proud of what's happened they're qualified uh, for the first time since 2019. Um, so that's wonderful to see because they've um, sadly struggled for the last couple of years. And finally, one of the biggest acts in Slovenia has managed to pull them out mm. of, um, you know, near um, desperation almost, seeing as Slovenia have had terrible results in the semi-finals in the last couple of years. They came last in the semi last year. I can't remember their song and, last year. Uh, well, there you go. It was the disco song. Oh, yes. That wasn't actually too bad, to be honest with you. I think that no, it was fine. to go that, that last. I think that the lady who um, would have represented... Who represented Anna Soklich. Yeah, I think her, her song in 2021, Amen, wasn't a patch on the song that she sang in t- t- 2020, which would no. have gone through, which is called oh, Voda, yeah. which is yes. Water, which was a gorgeous song. Yeah. Um, but no, fair play to Slovenia. Cracking song. Yeah, well done. Good, good, good stuff. Right, now, Roberto, it's time for us to have a couple of non-qualifiers now. First of all, we go over to uh, this this country on the Black Sea. Georgia. Eru there with with Georgia's echo there, Roberto. They struggle to qualify, don't they, Georgia, generally. When Azerbaijan, albeit this year they didn't, but they generally qualify more often, and so do Armenia. Yeah. Georgia do tend to quali- tend to struggle, and they often have sent some quite uninspiring songs. This one, I, it's, and again, it's not the sort, it's not hugely my thing. I wouldn't go out and buy it, but 
she sang it so well and the performance was really good yeah and her voice was completely on point everything about the performance was great I think that was a tragedy that that didn't get through as you're right over Poland I think is the one that I'm really surprised got through above that one yes as I think that was the one in the ones that didn't get through that possibly deserved to the most um so I'm really gutted for them actually because I think that was one of their best chances they've had for a long time but for some reason they always seem to struggle to qualify they do and Georgia now the last time they qualified for the grand final was 2016 so in the, they're in the same boat really as Latvia at the, at the moment where yeah. they've just not been able to uh, squeeze on through into the grand final and there's less I mean this, this year there's about three less countries in it than normal isn't there so a few countries have pulled out so they had a better chance this year but um, no I'm just don't yeah. know what they need to do because I think that was possibly a song that I think should have qualified it yeah. just didn't cut through with the voting public, apparently. No, sadly. I mean, to be no. fair, I didn't vote for it. So. <laughs> what can I say? I voted for for quite a few songs last night, but I didn't. You did vote. I was quite. Surprised. I voted for Estonia, Belgium, Cyprus, Slovenia, and Australia. Oh, okay. Oh, no, and Iceland. Yeah. Purely because I know you love Iceland, I wouldn't have heard the end of it. Oh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> vote for who you want, Rob. I mean, I don't pressure you when it comes to the to the elections here, do I? No comment. It's weird voting for yourself when you're a That is strange voting today. for your husband. It's like, oh, look, I can't really not vote for Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> Do you imagine? Who should you vote for? Well, I voted for the other lady. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's move on. Another qualifier. And um, randomly, Scott Mill, this non qualifier, excuse me. <laughs> that would have been a turn up for the books, wouldn't it? Uh, but randomly, Scott Mill said, well, this country's right next to Italy. It's actually technically in the middle of Italy. <laughs> we have been there. And we've been there, yeah. And you also said about, I mean, obviously this was a joke about the fact that they need to, they, there was a tiny population, they were sending out of, of singers. But to be fair, these guys are from Milan, so they're not even San Marino in San Marino. San Marino? San Marino? They're from Italy. Yes. Yeah, which is, it's going to be hard to find a, a legitimate San Marino singer. It's like, I think there's only two and they've both done it countless times. <laughs> Who was that? Oh God, I can't remember. See, I can't remember everyone's names. Valentina Moneta. Valentina and um, Zenit. Yeah, that's the two. I don't know if Zenit's actually from. Uh, no, is she San not? Maria. I know Valentina's. When we were in San Marino last year, we did wonder if we'd bump into her. We did. Funny old place, San Marino. Oh, hello, welcome to my country. The oh, actual yeah. centre of San Marino feels like a kind of medieval theme park. Like you can tell, no one there, <laughs> no one there was a local. Everyone there was. It was beautiful. The, the scenery is stunning, and you can see for miles. But the little, the, the kind of town around it just felt like a small kind of town. It must be an odd place to live, really. But I guess you just can drive straight into Italy and do your bits and bobs. So I guess it just feels like you probably just feel like you're in Italy, really. Yeah, anyway. pretty much. Sorry, we need to talk about the that. song, don't we? We do. San Marino. Pick to Jacks there. <laughs> Pick Jacks with um, like an animal lyrics, which um, probably would confuse their heck out of a lot of people, especially if you can read to speak English. <laughs> I can smell you like an animal, Roberto. I, do you know? Watched the performance. I didn't mm-hmm. actually mind that song. No, I didn't either. I actually and I actually thought they it. did it quite well yeah. and sang really quite well too. It went up my rankings, but mm. I don't. I didn't think it would qualify because again they struggled to qualify. Um, yeah, they generally do. They generally I do. mean, if they if they if Archelli Laurel couldn't get well, last year's last song year. was better than this definitely. But yeah. this was not actually when they sang it. You actually thought actually it's not too bad and they are a band aren't they so they're a credible they're yeah. a credible band um, just hear the lead singer's vocal just there it good oh, it yeah good. so this is one that I once I heard it I did think well it might stand a wee chance but sadly not no no it was almost a foregone conclusion in some parts of who's going to qualify and who wasn't um but there we are. That's Eurovision. San Marino, please come back again next year. Oh, I'm sure they will. And um, maybe have a less long-winded national final process. So I think that would do you a lot better. Um, like with Malta, you know, you need to cut that down 
Doing, oh. doing quarterfinals, semifinals, and then a grand final is obviously great for the locals, um, you know, to get them enthusiastic about Eurovision. And I completely understand the reasonings for that and etc. But quantity is doesn't always count for quality, as we mentioned on Tuesday night. It's true. Right, it's now time for another quarter, well, for four qualifiers now up until the end of it. So let's fly over to right into the middle of Europe. Austria. <laughs> well, that's Edgar Allan Poe there, Rob. Who the hell is Edgar? Who the hell is Edgar? I don't mind this song. Actually, I don't quite get the hype about it, but I do like it. I was a bit worried, and we were texting our friends in Iceland again. And um, this is Driffa's absolute favourite, but she said that she was concerned it wouldn't qualify because she didn't think it was it was a particularly strong performance. And I agreed mm. with her. I didn't want to kind of say that until she mentioned it because I didn't want to sound harsh. But I think actually it wasn't a great. It's all right, for, for yeah, because she likes it, she likes it. But she, um, I didn't think it was actually a very good performance, and I don't think it was. The video for this song was really fun and camp, and I didn't see they could have done something similar with the. It didn't match. It didn't, it didn't translate. Didn't, great, the performance did didn't match the song. No. Whereas the video really did. It was fun. It was quirky, and then the, but the performance they, I think they should have done something a bit. More like the video, not just they just regurgitate the video, but they had a much more fun kind of. It just, it just didn't to me. It just didn't work. The performance and the song didn't mesh together. Sadly for me. Yeah, I I see your point. I do. Um, there was a lot of people, and even in this household, yeah, we felt a little bit like, well, that that's not the essence of the music video. It was a letdown. Sadly, I think. And yeah. It, it it was missing something, and that and that something was just like the energy. Um, yeah, I think so. From there, even though you know the informed Eurovision fans who are mostly in the stadium and on social media, etc., I felt pretty much the same. Rob, you know, they felt like, well, is that it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, I think. But love the song so much because it's catchy. It's all about Edgar Allan Poe and po 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 po. Oh yeah, no, it's a good, it's a good song. And who the hell is Edgar? Who is Edgar? But no, the performance. <laughs> I'm sorry. They could have done something much better with the performance. So I think that's a bit of a bit of a thumbs down for me. I'm a bit disappointed. Sorry, Austria. Wow, it's just one of those things, dear. Um, sometimes you get to the Eurovision Song Contest and you see the songs that have been selected with no sort of previous live performance to 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 see to reference from. Um, and then when it comes to Eurovision, you're like, oh, I didn't expect that. Well, sometimes as well, they totally change it from the live performance and national final, which I find odd. Um, yeah. Sometimes, I mean, I'm glad they didn't do it last year with um with 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 the Swedish entry. That was exactly the same, and it was just perfect. Well, that's the great thing about doing something like Melody Festival mm. is that you can experience it in a large crowd and see what works. And, yeah. and if it works, obviously it will probably end up winning. <laughs> and I mean, um, you could just translate that to Eurovision, which, like, Lorene has done. Yeah, and to me, I think I said this... Sandra in Norway, etc. Yeah. I said this before. I think um, uh, Molly, who did um, Children's Universe, yes. when that was released, I was really excited about that song because it was really grungy and she was dressed really kind of in yeah. keeping with the music. And keep the just, leather pants. Keep the leather pants. Everything about Have it that worked. baggy yeah. jumper. It just the long hair. The, na- the special nails. Yeah. It had a rocky vibe to it, which really worked. Yeah. And then she came out on the stage in this bizarre gold kind of pharaoh-style dress, which I just thought, what's going on? With feathers. Yeah. It didn't match to what, what... I mean, that was clearly someone going, we need to make her look really unusual. But no, it just didn't match the song at all and that's where these things sometimes let them down they just go too much into the aesthetic and actually sometimes yes. scaling it back is so much better yes yes exactly i completely agree do you completely agree um which scaling back i think that really helped this country which has had a bit of bad press before political reasons but uh and completely unwarranted. Uh, but I can say that on this show because we're not broadcasting on radio. So, <laughs> thank God, here we go. We're going to go over to the far Adriatic. Albania. 
Okay, so that's Albania and uh, Albina and Familia Kelmendi with Due. So, Roberto, me and you weren't the biggest fans of Albania um, going into this contest. However, if I don't know if you're like me, um, but after seeing the performance, you could probably, you can see exactly why it qualified um okay okay mate, do you not but no she can sing i do because i feel like not only just the meta of having the, uh the motto sorry of having the family together singing together which is amazing it's the first time that's ever happened at eurovision where there's actually mother father daughter and son or daughters on the stage performing i mean that's incredible uh that and they all sound brilliant however um, in a studio performance, it's, it's certainly a song that needs that is live and on the stage. It translates really well, um, but very eth- ethnically Albanian sounding too, which Albania obviously does incredibly well. <laughs> I think the problem I have with Albania a little bit is that they always send very. To me, they always send the same song, but in slightly different, just slightly differently. They never but send. They're anything. true to themselves. They are, right? but they don't. But I just think they they could send something. A bit different for a change. It's just I get a bit bored of Albania always sending. A but do you get bored always... of Portugal? Because Portugal generally sends uh, the same similar, similar. Oh, I don't know if I agree with songs. that. They had two years ago. They had the, the black the black mamba, and they were kind of a kind of, you know, very different to this year's entry. Very different. Yeah, but then Albania have sent like disco pop in 2010. Yeah, I just I just think the last few, to me you know. they always send very similar songs. That's just my heart. but this song performed well. She sang amazingly. Personally, though, and I said this uh, last night, and our fr- and, and Deliver agreed with me. It felt to me this song was really old fashioned. That's the only way I could describe. It felt like it would have been perfect for Eurovision 15 years ago. So I was really surprised it qualified. I didn't think it would. It wasn't contemporary to me, and I think that there's a lot of the songs that have qualified are more contemporary. So I was surprised this qualified. But no, fair play. She sang it amazingly, and the performance was very was good. I'm just surprised that it it just didn't. It, uh, just something about it for me, yeah, was more of a kind of. Harping back to Eurovision 10, 15 years ago, and they had more of these kind of big groups doing these kind of ballads on stage and that kind of thing. And I just think that's we've moved on from that now. Okay, it's a very traditional type of Eurovision performance, very traditional Eurovision performance. And I think that's the problem is that to me, we've moved away from that. I was saying to you last night, Eurovision's become a lot more rocky in the last few years. There's a lot more bands doing rock kind of songs now, which is really good. And I yes, think we're getting to one, yeah, in yeah, just yeah. A little bit. Anyway, so that's my little two cents worth. Okay. Fair play to them, well done. Yeah, congratulations. Right, now let's head over to the Baltic once again and the one remaining country in the Baltic that has yet to win the Eurovision Song Contest. Lithuania. Chuto, chuto, yes, lovely stay from Monica Linkaite. That is amazing, isn't it, Roberto? Yeah, she. That was good. I'm glad, I'm glad it qualified. It won't win Eurovision, let's be honest, but it was a good song. It qualified, and I think she deserved to go through. She's been before. She generally loves Eurovision. Yeah. She's an ambitious. Again, she's one of those ones you think actually she's a credible artist. She's you know so no, they definitely deserve to go through. Nothing else you can really say about it. Really good song performance. One of the backing singers was from Essex. Yeah, randomly. Rebecca. There's a nice little story about how they met. Yes, randomly in London. Yeah. And Rebecca was like, oh my God, could you get me Eurovision tickets or something? And she was... And um, they kept in contact, made friends with each other. And um, Monica said, well, basically, I can't give you the tickets. However, um, you can come to Lithuania and be one of my da- backing singers, if you like. <laughs> <laughs> a little and bit she was like, she got <gasps> yes, I'm on my way to Vinulus. <laughs> so no, that was fine. That's a good song. Deserve to go through. Perfect for the final. Another... Because again, there wasn't that many of those kind of female ballads this year. Yes, that stood out this year. Sometimes you get ballad heavy years. This was not one of those years. So I think that is why it worked very well. Yeah, I do too. Right, Roberto, we're going to go to the other side of the world, <laughs> and um, and have this country, which 
blew, I think, everybody away. Not only metaphorically, but almost physically. Australia. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) That's brilliant. And it was so cool watching it live. And it was just lots of energy. Perfect song to end on. I think think that's almost the the right song out of all the ones they could have ended on. Um, Because it just kind of gave the energy back to that. I love the fact they had a little retro Toyota on stage. He was sat in to begin with. That was was so cool. cool. Um, But that was the only kind of prop. I was a bit worried it was going to be like Malta and and they were singing the sort of you know, going between props as they were in Malta. But no, just the one thing really worked. And I think, no, it was a really good song, sang really well, fun. And no, that, um, yeah, that was definitely, definitely a, a solid qualifier. Yeah. yeah, no, definitely. I think it's just quite something special. Yeah. That, that whole performance, the vocal. I'm just so, so happy for Voyager. Um Oh, gosh, Holly the cat has just jumped on the desk. Yeah, she does that now. She's getting old. Yeah. I mean, I love you, Holly, but um, I'm scared you're going to press a button. <laughs> you button, as Rob calls it. Don't worry, the amount of times that I've been working at home, one of the cats has turned off my laptop and they walked across and I've been in a meeting or something. I have to apologise. <laughs> when I'm trying to record a podcast, Rob. Or a radio show, whatever. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Um, an interesting show, um, to say the least. Great results. Um, and um, yeah, I th- I think there's a lot that we can be happy with with that, don't you? Yeah, think? definitely. Yeah. I think the only one I think out of all of them that should have qualified was I think Georgia was the one that was the most that missed out. Missed out, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was that was a shame, and I think that one I would have put that instead of Poland, personally. Instead of Poland, yeah. Okay, well, I I appreciate that, Rob. Um, yeah. That's fair enough. Okay, so shall we take a look at the running order for the grand final? Sure. Shall we? Okay, let's find out who is performing in which place. We know that the United Kingdom's in 26, so the final performance on the night, and Ukraine are performing at 19th. So we're closing the show? We are. Did you not know that? No. Oh, wow. Bit concerned about our song this year. Now that I've heard the the live version of it. I'll be honest. Fair enough. She didn't sing yeah. it great compared to some of the other singers. And I'm just a bit. I'm. I'm a bit concerned. It's not going to. Everyone's a bit hyped up about it, and I personally don't think it's going to do very well. Sadly, because I don't think her voice is actually very strong. Sorry, May. You. After watching the other performances, and then we watched the um the, the one of the jury final, one of the performances from. Um, on YouTube afterwards yeah. and I watched it and I was like it's quite flat yeah and then we watched the French one and you were there going oh my god that's amazing her voice is so on point and I'm a bit worried that sadly and I know it was never going to be another Sam Ryder which was just phenomenal yeah I um, but I, really I think it's going to be really hard to replicate isn't it well, I think that this is going to do worse than people think it's going to do I'm really sorry I don't think it's going to make it to the left hand side of the board Oh, always a pessimist. Sorry. Aren't you just? Right. Well, I hope so. Right. (laughs) Right, let's move on. And let's uh, recap the grand final and its placings. (gasps) Austria is number one. Number two, Portugal. Portugal. Number three, Switzerland. Let's see. Number four is Poland. La Polonia. Polska. Number five is Serbia. Serbia. Numéro 6, la France. France. Number 7 is Cyprus. Chypre. Number 8, 
Number eight is Spain, España. Number nine is Sweden, La Suede. Number ten is Albania, La Albani. Number 11, Italy, Italia. Number 12 is Estonia, Estonia. Number 13, Finland, La Finlande, Suomi. Number 14 is Czechia, the Czech Republic. Number 15 is Australia, Australia. Number 16 is Belgium, La Belgique, Berger. Number 17, Armenia, Armini. Number 18, Moldova, La Moldavie. Number 19, Ukraine, Ukraine. Number 20 is Norway, La Norvège, Norge. Twenty-one is Germany, Alemannia, Deutschland. Twenty-two is Lithuania, La Lettonie. Twenty-three is Israel, Israel. Number 24, Slovenia, La Slovenia. Number 25 is Croatia, La Croatia. Twenty-six is finally the United Kingdom, Le Royaume-Uni. So that is your Eurovision, twenty twenty-three. Roberto, what do you? What are your first um, expressions of sadness and <laughs> and that's happiness? It. Portugal have got the death spot, which is a shame. Oh, that—that's the thing that's really wound me up. They should have put Sweden in that because I think that would have been interesting. Because then if they'd won, because <laughs> everyone's thinking Sweden's going to win, aren't they? Yeah. Um, um, I don't know. I mean, in a way, us being last could be a good thing. You get that whole recency effect. Often, people will remember the last few songs more than the early songs. Sometimes that's good. Um, and um, uh, it's very difficult because it's all very, you know, I, it's very difficult for me to make comments on the on the order. But yeah, it's always poor old Portugal. Yeah, was that cat meowing? It was Stanley meowing. Yes. Oh, it's Stanley, the gorgeous manly. Right. Okay. So the cats are all around us now. So you might get a few of that. I think that's quite a good result for um, Finland coming straight after Estonia, and um, just before the Czech Republic. Um, I think there's a in, um, a intermission in between Finland and the Czech Republic. So I think that's going to be cool. And I'm hoping being after Croatia will be good. For us, because Croatia is such a silly song. Yeah. I'm hoping that will serve us well. <laughs> Do you mind, Stanley? I'm trying to record a podcast with your daddy, Rob. Anyway, um, right. <laughs> he just wants to be involved. He does. But we don't, can we translate? Can we translate? I think he's saying his favourite for the, for the year is Slovenia. And Holly was telling me earlier on that her favourite is Estonia. Oh, good choice, Holly. She likes a piano. She does. She likes to step on one as well. 
Right, well, that's it, Rob. It's time for us to go, and uh, we'll be back on Sunday for the Eurovision Showcase proper, won't we? We will. We will, indeed. And um, we will um, recap, obviously, the grand final and um, and drown our heads in sorrow as we find out that um, Albania win Eurovision. <laughs> mm, I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to be one of three. I think. I think. I can't see how it. I think it's going to be either Sweden, Finland, or France. Okay. I can't think how any of the others are going to break through. To be honest with you, I think. I think there's going to be one of those three. So you think it's going to be a three-horse race at the top? Yes, and if I put money on it, I think it will be Sweden. Okay. Although I want it to be Finland or France more, mm. I think it will be Sweden. Okay. okay. I'm not putting any money on it because I don't, cause I don't do gambling. <laughs> no. No, we don't do things like that. But in my heart, I'd love it to be Belgium. Oh, or I'd love France to win there my second, so. Yeah. And then it would be nice and close to go to Eurovision. Oh, Belgium or France would be cracking. <laughs> so I think if it was in France, I think because they, they haven't hosted for ages, they'd probably host it in Paris, I think. Um, Even though Paris is hosting the Olympics next year. Well, who knows? Because it's, I wanted I to know. go to Bordeaux. That would be amazing. Stay with my sister. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it can get not. the cat long. Yeah, right. Or um, or if it was in, I think uh, Belgium would be great for a, for a host country. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right then. Right, Roberto. It's time for us to go. So take goodbye. Bye bye. <laughs> bye bye. And we'll see you soon. Au revoir. Au biento. Vislat dobizenia cognata dios. I'll see you very soon. Toodaloo. <laughs> Celebrating the world's big